Have you seen where the Berenstain Bears live at Cedar Point? It's Berenstain Bear Country, a very special place where you can read books, listen to tapes, and play games with all your favorite Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bear Country at Cedar Point. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we are not covering a book. We are not covering a TV show. We're not covering a puzzle or a collection of jokes. If you were a child in the mid-80s up through like the mid to late 90s, I mean, if you were a child at any point along that continuum and you lived in one of a few very specific areas in the United States... And you had a family that frequented amusement parks and you were kind of maybe afraid of the bigger rides. And so you gravitated towards like the less intimidating things and your family was supportive of this and didn't mind the fact that they spent like $75 to get into the amusement park for you to sit around and do stuff for a while. Um, then you may have experienced people dressed up as bears in an area of an amusement park called Berenstain Bear Country. Some of you may have hazy memories of this. Some of you may have crystal clear memories of this. Uh, the first Berenstain Bear Country opened in uh, Cedar Point, which is an amusement park. Or was an amusement park? Does it still exist? It's still there. It's still there. Uh, in 1985, that was the first Berenstain Bear Country. Uh, the Berenstain Bears... Uh, were introduced to Cedar Point in 1983. I am going to assume just as costumed characters to greet uh, the people. This was the beginning, for those of you who've been listening, uh, of kind of the uh, the the Berenstain Bears pop culture surgeons. This is when they really started getting introduced in aspects beyond the books. This is when people... Re this is post the first few TV specials. They're gearing up in 85 to release the first Berenstain Bears television series on Saturday mornings. And so the bears are kind of permeating pop culture, and now they are permeating your personal space. I am here with Mr. Mark Sweeney, a local performer, local writer, local musician, local uh, every which way. You never sent me your how to introduce you. That is a perfect introduction. Thank you, yes. Phil Gonzalez. If you live in the Twin Cities, you know Mark Sweeney, you've run into him. Uh, he's so, he's everywhere. He's on Nicollet Mall. All right, all right. He's at the IDS Center. <laughs> yes, on most nights you can, <laughs> days, you can find me at the IDS Center. And when I was talking about starting this podcast, Mark said, uh, hey, I used to play a bear at Berenstain Bear Country. Well, you know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I played Papa Bear, uh, at, uh, Valley Fair back in 2002. 2002. Yeah. Wow. Um, and had you experienced Bear Country before you got the job? I had not, but I grew up with a stack of Berenstain Bear books. So great, great. So I like to talk. Uh, I don't really know your history with the bears. So what is what is it? Oh, I definitely remember sitting down and reading them with my mom or my mom reading them to me when I was a child. And that, you know, that front page, that rhyming couplet, like couplet the, that yeah. always, I just, I remember that distinctly so why would you why did you apply for this job you know i i auditioned at a regional audition for um 
many different theater companies and summer opportunities when I was in college. Yeah. And it's, first of all, paid consistently, which is difficult for a theater job when you're in college. Yeah. <laughs> and it was near a woman I was dating at the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. So wait. I actually lived in her parents' basement that summer. You went to the, so this was the Berenstain Bear Country in Valley Fair. Valley Fair in Shakopee, Minnesota. In Shakopee, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But you weren't from Minnesota. No, I grew up outside of Chicago. Is this job what brought you to Minnesota? Um, That and the woman who lived nearby. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You came to Minnesota because of the Berenstain Bears. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Definitely the Berenstain Bears. The first person I know who moved because of the Berenstain Bears. And now we're friends. And now we're friends. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing a podcast about it. It's true. Full circle. Yeah. Here yep. we are. So... When you started working in bear country, the country had changed. It was 2002. Yes. It was a different America. It's true. Did you notice, did you see that reflected in, in the bear country? My duties as a bear (laughs) on a daily basis. Uh I put on a show about six times a day. Uh Uh-huh. I played Papa Bear that involved doing a show, a version of Get the Berenstain Bears get in a fight. Is that uh-huh. the right? And then when we didn't do the show, we went out for like 20 minute increments to play with kids and uh, just play around bear country and be present, meet and greet, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You uh, So you spent some time every day out just mingling mm-hmm. with, the, with the guests. Mm-hmm. And which, so there was Papa, Mama, Sister, sister and Brother. And brother. I was one of the only uh, men in the troupe, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Uh, your height matters a lot if you're going to play brother or sister, and they were mostly all young women. Young women. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just to give you an idea of what's underneath brother bear. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't understand the question. Um, you, you, uh, Which bear, which family bear would the kids gravitate towards? You know, I think they liked sister brother and papa the most i think Um, they liked how papa was kind of big and you can give him hugs yeah he kind of had a big like there's a big hula hoop mechanism on oh really to make him kind of round yeah and you know the the the, i think the kids gravitate towards the smaller characters they're kind of fun they're more like they can relate to them i remember we definitely had to like learn gestures that were more uh that pertain to our character so i remember like mama being mama Kind of did a lot of finger wagging, right? Yeah, like did she? Kind of, I think so. That's kind of more of her her thing. Yeah. What would Papa do? Create a lot of mischief. Mm-hmm. But I think the kids were the most mischievous. I remember the women who played Sister Bear putting sand down Papa Bear's trousers. Seriously, that happened to you? That happened to me, Phil. Where would they get I'm sand? I'm on this podcast to confess. Um, in the playground. There was a playground in Bear Country. There was... um. A big uh, sand pit with dinosaur bones. Oh. There was a recreation of the uh, Bear Museum that you can walk in and play, act- have activities. The Bear Museum mm-hmm. from the missing dinosaur bone. Yeah, I think, I believe so. Was mm-hmm. there, But there was no actual factual. There was no actual factual or any of the extra, you know, citizen characters that were so none of them character. Obviously, they weren't costume might have been characters. Like a, I was going to say, were they represented at all? Yeah, I think there was like a... Um, a wooden cutout inside bear country and you mm-hmm. can like play some sort of interactive kiosk with, you know, 
that was actual factuals laboratory or something like that. How big was Bear Country? I don't know. How would you measure that? Well, we know that it was about the size of the San Francisco earthquake ride <laughs> in the original well, Cedar Point. At Cedar Point. Yeah. At Cedar Point, it used to be a ride that simulated the San Francisco earthquake, <laughs> which was a national tragedy, but also a fun ride. So... <laughs> What was in Bear like besides the besides the the dinosaur pit and the museum? What, what was there in Bear Country? Well, uh, there was the big scary tree. Oh, uh huh. There was uh, a little schoolhouse you could walk through. Mm-hmm. Bear Country schoolhouse. Bear Country schoolhouse. There was a train, like a small train, which had nothing to do with Bear. Country. I was gonna say there's no train. In it Bear was Country. just for kids to ride a little train that went in a circle. Yeah, I mean, no train. Kids section is complete without a small train. Right. And then there was a recreation of the um, split-level uh, treehouse. Right. So you could walk through the treehouse. You tree could house. walk through the treehouse, and you could look up and see the second level. But you couldn't go up. But you couldn't go up. No. Was It It wasn't the size of the book's treehouse. No. It was small. Yeah. I mean, it looked big from the outside, but it could only hold so much on the inside. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse from, like, Disney. No, nothing like that. Because that would have been amazing. It would have. I'm still waiting for them to recreate that. I would love that. to see that. Mm-hmm. One day when they tear down Disney World and replace it with Berenstain Bearland, we'll get that tree. So you did a show. I did a show. Seven mm-hmm. times a day. Something like that, yeah. Six times a day? Yeah. And it was based on the Berenstain Bears getting a fight. Yeah. Now, was this like a... A a like a, a performance piece. Like, did you act this out? Did you speak these words? We pantomimed over a pre-recorded track, and I'm pretty sure that track was taken from one of those early television specials. The, the, we definitely did an introduction dance. Oh, that was to the uh, "We Are the Berenstein Bears" to the tune of um, "Stars and Stripes Forever," the one that rhymes "split level tree" with "split level tree." Oh, I'll have to play a little snippet of that right now. We are the Berenstain Bears. Mama, Papa, Mr. Brother. We appreciate each other. We live in a split level tree. Mama, Papa, Sister, and me. Now this button, a split level tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then we'd uh, do the show. And I don't remember much about the show other than um, my big entrance line that I'd come in on was, what in the name of bear country is going on in here? And even when I just said that, I had to move my you arms just did. around. You couldn't see it, but he just moved his arms around. It was amazing. There are certain gestures <clears throat> from wearing a giant head um, for a whole summer that you can't escape. Like, I still sometimes when I get nervous, I pretend to put my hands in front of my giant head mouth like uh-huh. I'm nervous. Oh, is that what and you do? now I'm wiggling my fingers Slightly away from my mouth. Yeah, it almost like he's ba- poorly pantomiming a flute. That's amazing. So that's what Papa would do. Yeah, and because Papa mm. wore that giant hat, whenever I went through a door, I had to um, had duck, duck down. Yeah. What would you look out of? How would you see? Uh, I believe I was looking out of his eyes or mouth. But you did. Uh, so you mimed. You nodded along and waved your hands around. Would you consider that acting? That's a great question. Yes, because I believe I was assisting in the conveying of emotions. Yeah. So I I believe I was. Yes. That's a very rough definition. I I hope I moved some 
moved some audience members that that year. Maybe they learned how to better deal with conflict. Do you think that it's one of those jobs that looks easier than it is? Yes. You're wearing a very heavy costume and you're if you're good at it, you're really involving your whole body. Yeah. So it was a workout. I mean, plus you're doing it in like 90 degree weather in the dead of summer. And there's a layer of fur. You're wearing a layer of fur. So it's pretty. it was pretty hot. Yeah. But, you know, I counteracted all the weight I sweated off that summer by eating a lot of corn dogs. Oh. Because mm-hmm. Valley Fair. Valley Fair. Let's go for a ride. Pronto pups, as they call them. Yes, here. they do. Mm-hmm. Trademark. <laughs> but sometimes it rained. Yes. And you couldn't do your show. It's true. When it rained, we... Pulled up the curtain. See, there was a curtain that div- that blocked off the stage space. And all the bears would sit down in a chair, in mm-hmm. their own chair. And uh, one of the f- friends of the bears, now one of the assistants. One of who, the bears' assistants. Yes. Which you were on the days you weren't dressed up. <clears throat> oh. Would read a story to the um, the kids. And usually that was bad habit. Which we have not covered yet. I but which contains my favorite line in a Bernstein Bears book, which is she nibbled them down to nubbins nubbins. I can't wait to get to that book because it has one of my favorite lines, which is that one. It's a great line. It taught me the word nubbins. <laughs> Would you read the book as a bear? No, I mean, would were you so you were still That's in a costume. great question. You, did you ever have to be out of costume reading a book? I don't think either. Either my luck was that I had to dress up in costume on rainy days, or they just didn't allow me to read the book. Uh, Maybe I'm a bad reader. Maybe they like to see you in the costume. Maybe. Were you the? Was Mama the same height as Papa, or slightly smaller? She was supposed to be slightly smaller. But usually played by a pretty tall woman. I think men have played mama bears. I was gonna yeah. ask, did you ever get any man mama bears? Um yes. We had I believe one man mama bear who was the other man no, there were, yeah, who's one of the other men in the in the group. I see. So you say you keep saying like group or troop. Did you feel like a troop? Yes, because when we were not outside and performing, we were stuck backstage as our own unit. And uh, sometimes we'd watch movies. Sometimes we'd just talk, take walks. I was going to ask. So when you weren't bearing about, you were down. Like you had downtime. Yes. You didn't have to like go work at a different place? No. It was understood that when you spent 20 minutes out in the sun in a bear costume, you can go backstage and cool off and hydrate yourself for another half an hour. In the hierarchy of... Amusement park employees, where did the bears fall? We were like the bottom of the entertainment division. But you still got like time down. It's true. Were you above anyone? Because like people like slinging corn dogs didn't get to hang out in the back for 30 minutes. I would say in the hierarchy, we were above like ride operators and game operators and corn dog slingers. Was there a lot of tension? I didn't feel any specific tension. I I think we all kind of kept our boundaries. They were kind of their own gang. We were our own gang. Yeah. People knew who we were because the bears had a 
a certain costume that we had or certain getup that we had to wear when we weren't bears and mm-hmm. that we were under our bear costumes. We called them underbear, our underbear. Oh, clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a white shirt with like jersey shorts. It sounds comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still keep in touch with any of these people? I went to college with one who I still keep in contact with on Facebook and um, maybe one other person that I remember from Facebook I'm still in contact with. If you got together with them today, I'm not saying I'm going to bring out one of them because I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So you can relax. Oh, thank you. Uh, but if I were to bring them out and play the soundtrack to the Berenstain Bears getting a fight, do you think you could all still do the show? Yes. I think it's one of those physical things that would, would come back to us very quickly because we were we would have a Pavlovian response. We were trained monkeys. I was trying to recollect some of the show earlier today, and I actually was able to sing some of the theme song, which I haven't thought about in a good 12 to 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. And did you sing it? I sung most... I, I sang most of it. Mm-hmm. Did you sing it good? Real good. Yeah. We are the Bear and Stay Bears. Mama! I'm going to show you some pictures. I want to get your feelings on them. Oh, okay. How does this make you feel? What do you see here? So this would be something probably pretty similar to what they sold in the gift shop in the Bear Museum. This This, merchandise looks a little bit earlier than 2002. This is a a tambourine, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, A ball cap. You know why you might want a tambourine? I think we led a little... uh, parade around oh, bear really? country after our show. And if you and if and you Papa ha- Bear led it, I think. And or if you had a tambourine, Papa. you were better. Now these are pictures uh sent from uh Brad Bradley Brad Mariska, who is a regular guest on the show and collects this this memorabilia. These are from Dorsey Park. We have a tambourine, we have a ball cap, and we have what well, looks like a wallet with, Who knows what's in there? With sister, it could have uh, crayons. Or I said Dorsey Park. Pencils. This is Dorney Park. Sorry, Park. I don't. I've never heard of it. Uh, I don't. I don't know these locations. But this one, Valley Fair. Oh. What we have is a Berenstain backpack, a ba- another ball cap, a looks like a name tag, and a looks like a kitchen. Magnet. Is that a kitchen magnet? That, you know, you might find like a kid's name on maybe. Right, but there's no name on it. Yeah. I guess a name tag would be stupid. Why would why would they sell name tags? Well, if you get lost at the amusement park. I guess. A blank tag. <laughs> Wait, why why would a ta- name tag help? Because you could just tell them your name if they found you. Kids are shy. <laughs> this that seems like that would actually help kidnappers. Like, hey Bill. What? How'd you know my name? I'm good friends with your parents. <laughs> I have terrible ideas. Don't ever, yeah. I'm never open amusement park. <laughs> and then like a, uh, what's this, like, what do you call these? Paddle ball? A paddle ball. Mm-hmm. I guess it has, it says it right there. Um, with the Berenstain Bear family <laughs> on it. Um, I thought it said paddler. <laughs> <laughs> Berenstain Bear paddler. It's a different era. It's post 9-11. And uh, there's one more. This is a Cedar Point backpack. Oh. With, I miss thermoses like that. Yes, with old school thermos. It looks like brother and sister the chasing kind butterflies. Put soup in. Yeah, good old plastic soup thermoses. Look, there's a sippy cup up top, and a water bottle. Um, I'll have all these pictures on on online. But any uh, any feelings? These make you feel anything? Well, yeah, I think I'm recollecting 
going into the gift shop as a costume character and maybe pretending to take things. Because I think when you're... <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Well, you know, Papa Bear is mischievous, right? Oh. I think uh, putting on a mask or a costume makes you feel like you can get away with more. Yeah. So I think I'd pretend to like... That's why thieves do it. Tend to walk away with stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, did you... How much merchandise did you in real life make away with? Uh, none. None that I could find in my closet currently. You don't have like just tons of backpacks? I wish. I wish I had some old uh, stuffed animals. I wish you had piles of backpacks and then I wish you would sew them into a costume of Berenstain Bear backpacks and wear it. And I would then, probably enjoy that. And then people would say, what are you? And you'd say, I am Bear Country. And this, uh, what happened is, if so if today, if people wanted to visit Bear Country, oh. they couldn't. Not at Valley Fair. I think it's like Snoopy Planet or something. Today. You can't uh, visit anywhere. I believe oh. they're all gone. Oh. They were all replaced by Snoopy Land. Mm-hmm. Um, Planet Snoopy. Except at, so what happened was at Valley Fair, though. Oh, Valley Fair was like one of the last Bernstein Bear countries yeah. because of the licensing of Snoopy being right. at, at the Mall of America at the time. Right. We actually had, if you don't, if you aren't from the Twin Cities, if you haven't lived here in the last like 15 years, we used to have our own Peanuts theme park called Camp Snoopy and it failed miserably. Um, um, it was, it didn't do very well. I loved it. But I think it lasted for like 15 years. Phil. It did miserably. It was a huge success. Just kidding, Snoopy. <laughs> I'm still your bud. Um, I hate Mondays too. But uh, I have a lot of friends who work for Camp Snoopy. Oh, I no, they don't. They work for Nickelodeon Universe. That's true. They do because now it's Nickelodeon Universe, <laughs> and because Nickelodeon Universe came into play, the Berenstains were finally freed from their bonds. Uh, I'm just kidding about Camp Snoopy. I love Camp Snoopy. I bought dolls. All right, we have a series of questions from a get a listener who has also been a guest on the show, who has a few questions for you. When she heard that you were going to be on the show, she got very excited and wanted to ask you some things about your experience working in Bear Country. Great. Who is this person? This person is Mitzi. Who has been on a few episodes. Young Mitzi. Young Mitzi had a few questions. I will read them to you now. Okay. <clears throat> Here I are some do questions. the best I can. The best. Here are some questions from Mitzi. I wonder if he was in a show of Berenstain Bears. It's true. I was in a show of Berenstain Bears. I played Papa Bear. Did they sell honey drinks in a family honey pot? That is such a good question. And... Uh, they did not. They probably sold lemonade um, at a lemonade stand, but not the bears themselves. But that would be great marketing. I would would drink a honey drink. Jump in a time machine or go to uh, Harry Potter land. Yeah. (laughs) I assume they have some more honey drink. It's true. That's probably something wizards would drink. Marketing didn't really hit that level of like detail until Disney and then Harry Potter took it to the next level. Yeah. All right. Did... What games did the kids play in the park? Well, there were there was like a park, uh, like a playground they could climb on. And mm-hmm. um, I think we'd play tag with some of the kids. And um, sometimes we'd pretend we were statues. 
because we were like costume characters. So we would just stand very still mm-hmm. and the kid would like come up and try to tag us and we wouldn't move at all. And we'd finally move and they'd run away. So was there any kind, kind of meta commentary on our job? I was going to say. <laughs> Was there any kind of like fun crafty activities for kids to do or Yeah, inside the Bear Museum, I think there were some crafts that kids could um different cutouts of animals and things that they can take with them. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing back all the memories now, Phil. I'm trying. I'm trying. Data told me that you were in a show and you played Papa Bear and that you did not have to speak because it was recorded. Did you make your costume or did someone else make it? That's a great question. I believe the costumes were made by V. They're kind of a local costume shop. Oh, really? That makes costumes for costume characters for like Sesame Street Live. Oh, wow. And a bunch of different. But um, I did not have to make my own costume. It was made for you. It was made for me, but it had been worn by many other friends of Papa Bear. Was it a comfy costume? It was comfy because it was, for the most part, pretty loose, except... I had to wear gloves that went about three quarters of the way up my arms that were covered in fur and got very sweaty. Or was it not? Yes. What I said about the fur gloves. What was your favorite thing about being Papa Bear? Oh, that people like to hug Papa Bear because he's big. I'm not a very big guy in real life. Did it make you feel like a big man? <laughs> it made me feel like a big, huggable man. And finally, happy St. Patrick's Day. Thanks, Mitzi. Uh, I really appreciate that. I'm going to eat some corned beef and cabbage soon. We don't need your life story. All right. Any, like, behind-the-scenes things we should know? Any fun little gossipy details yeah. about working in bear country? There's actually one night. In the, during the summer where we got to stay after hours and uh, go crazy. Oh, my God. How crazy. Well, we would uh, switch up our bear parts and then do a not-friendly-for-kids edition of our show. Yeah, I, like, Mama Bear would put on... We'd have, like, Mama Bear's dress with, like, Brother Bear's head on, a like, a short person. Uh-huh. It's really terrible to say short person, wasn't it? Is that is that wrong? I don't know. I'm very sensitive. Oh, <laughs> to short people. Wait, like when they're around. Because <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> so you would make a dress. You would make a short person dress like Papa Bear or Mama Bear. No, that was even funnier. When a short person would wear Papa Bear's head. And for some reason, that's really funny. This is after hours. Yeah, after you hours. You could do whatever you wanted, and this yeah, is what you chose to do. the one night, and then we had, like, order pizza. Why would they do this? Wait, is so this, we... like, a special treat? <laughs> yeah, because when you spend all summer doing the same thing, I think you just want to kind of get it out of you, you know? You didn't, like, have a big, like, party? No, that was it. It was a oh. big party. But, like, before the party, we would, like, put on the after hours... Oh, this wasn't it. Like, it wasn't like... People wouldn't come see it. No, but like, you weren't, you weren't like, we can do anything we want, and then you didn't just spend like 20 minutes dressing up in each other's costumes and then go home. No, after that, we'd just hang out and, yeah. Oh, okay. In an abandoned amusement park. I was worried. I was worried that you didn't know how to have a good time. (laughs) Thank you. Phil, if there's one thing you should know about me is I know how to have a good time. You do. And then we'd like probably climb to the second story of the uh, split level... 
Oh, house which is because usually he couldn't, forbidden. He couldn't get up there. Yeah. So you know, just kids in their twenties. Kids in their twenties having a crazy time mm-hmm, in Bear Country. In Bear Country. Was yeah. it just you guys, or was it like other amusement park employees? No, it's just us. Ah, just the bears. You really don't like this, do you? You're really confused why someone would do this. I'm. I just. I don't. And like, I never hang out with my coworkers. So, <laughs> it's uh. Was this caught on video? Was it? No, I don't think so. I wish there was a video of just the regular show on uh, YouTube. I can't find anything. Yeah. This is one of those. This is one of those rare pop cultural things that sort of went down the hole, and then that was it. Yeah. Like it just disappeared. <clears throat> it vanished. Because everyone had camcorders in the nineties. Yeah. No. You'd I mean, think they would have videotaped it and then put I've it found, digitally on. I have found video footage online of this weird amusement park I went to when I was a child. It wasn't even a real. It was an indoor amusement park called Fame City in Houston mm-hmm. that. You can find just hours of footage of people's birthday parties from the 80s on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, that someone took the time to transfer from camcorder to digital. Yeah. Because they're like, no, someone needs to see this. The world needs to see this. Yeah. And nothing on Berenstain Bear Country. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there, but I, did you, you didn't do birthday parties and stuff, though. Like, it was no. just a, yeah. So maybe it just wasn't an event. Maybe it was the place you went when you were tired. Maybe. It is, I just find it, a, looking back, a little strange because you you're on summer vacation, you go to the amusement park to have a great time, and then you have to and then you sit down and watch this, you know, moral story. Now, when I was in elementary school, we had an amusement park. Mm-hmm. We had an amusement park in town. It was in Spring, Texas, where I grew up, not mm-hmm. even in Houston, in Spring, mm-hmm. called Hanna-Barbera Land. Oh, cool. And it was an amusement park that was based entirely on the characters of Hanna-Barbera, and there was also a pizza shop in Houston called Scooby-Doo's Pizza was not related to Hanna-Barbera land. I guess what I'm trying to say is I think my hometown was kind of Hanna-Barbera's testing grounds. That's it. That was my... I didn't. It doesn't tie into the Berenstain Bear Country. Except that you can't find footage of it. It's also fallen down a pop cultural black hole. Maybe it was all a dream. Maybe it was all a dream. <clears throat> Mandela. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Mark Sweeney. I'll edit the hell out of this episode. I'll edit it so bad. You're going to love it when I'm done. I'm going to edit so much of it. You're fine. Um, This is the best episode I've ever done. You know why? Because you're my friend. And I'm so happy to have you in my basement. Thanks. Look. look. Around. This is our basement. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mark, so much for joining me. Hey, my pleasure. It was great to talk. It was great to to, uh, discuss the ins and outs of Bear Country, Berenstain Bear Country, the mysterious place. No one knows what ever happened to it. And uh, do you have any projects coming up? Anything you'd like to plug? Yes. You can catch me in the Fringe Festival this summer. Details to be found at fringefestival.org eventually. Yes. And uh, I will, as, as always, you can find me online at berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com. You can follow me on Twitter at bstainbearcast. You can find us on Facebook, or you can write to me at berenstainbearcast at gmail.com. And please, as I always say, go to iTunes, rate and review us. Uh, we hit a little plateau of reviews, so let's get some more out there. I'd like to see some stars, stars showing up. Uh, let's boost that signal let's let's let people know the berenstain bears are out there and we are legion and we have a lot to say so uh mark if i find another relevant uh topic that relates to you personally or emotionally i will have you on the show and sounds good yeah maybe berenstain bears and the bad habit Ooh. 
Nibble down to nubbins. Nibble down to nubbins. Uh, so join us again. I will be right here where you found me next week, deep in, in bear country. How long did we record for? Ever. 48 minutes. Take that down to a solid five. We'll take that down. We'll cut it down. I've got a lot of editing to do. I, I hope that was okay. It was great. All right. Casey's going to love it. Yeah, that's about it.